Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theater. This is Ashley Prince, and I'm so, so excited to welcome Melissa Pereira to the show today to talk about the Rocky Horror Picture Show coming to the Hanover Theater on June 17th with a live shadow cast featuring the Tesseract Players of Boston. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. I'm so happy to have you here as a longtime Rocky Horror fan. As soon as I heard that we were getting this um, and it was coming so soon, I was absolutely thrilled and was texting all of my friends, all of my musical theater friends <laughs> that I was seeing this to, um, with in, uh, you know, when I was in high school. Um, so uh, I know we're all very excited to have you on our main stage. We are so excited to come to the Hanover. We love a beautiful theater and we love coming into an area that hasn't had Rocky in so long. I know. I think, um, I think we had, um, the gentleman that played Brad came here, um, and did kind of a live watching of Rocky Horror. I want to say that was maybe 2016 or so, maybe 2017. Um, so I think that was the last taste of Rocky Horror that we've had in the building. Oh, wow. I mean, it's it's hard to follow Barry, but right. I, I will try our best. I have complete faith in you. I've seen that people really love you on social media. I've seen your sold out shows, um, particularly in Salem, I think, on Halloween. Um, I think I actually might have seen you guys before. And um, I remember having a really great time. So uh, Worcester, look out because this show is going to be incredible. Um, now, if we have anyone that's listening today that has absolutely no idea what Rocky Horror is all about, can you give them a little bit of a brief synopsis without giving too much away? Oh, gosh. Um, well, it's a musical, first of all, so get ready for some singing. <laughs> and But basically, what we're looking at is the age-old story of small town kids accidentally getting lost on a road trip meeting some aliens debauchery mm -hmm. I think that sums it up all right yeah <laughs> I think you know when I was showing one of my um one of my former roommates Rocky Horror for the first time uh I think that she ended up being very surprised that people that have seen Rocky Horror and love it so much, like it's a tradition to sing and dance along with the show. I think that she was waiting for a, a, a very tame, just like watching a movie kind of evening. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. no. that's not what we do. <laughs> that is not what we do, um, especially if you are such a big fan of, you know, the soundtrack and the movie itself. I mean, it features our our beloved Tim Curry. I'm obsessed yeah. with that man. Um, mm. And he's just so, he's so fantastic in this movie. Um, and honestly is like such a, such a piece of like, like pivotal pop culture. Um, mm -hmm. I know it started off as kind of like a cult classic, but I really feel like I, I would be, I think it would be difficult for me to find someone that's never seen Rocky Horror in this building. Yes. It is. I agree. It is such a pivotal, like, rite of passage. Even to just, like, see it when it used to play on VH1. I don't even know if that's still a channel. But it is. It is that. It's a weird, encapsulated moment that we've managed to carry on for almost 50 years. Now, do you remember what your first introduction to Rocky Horror was? 
Um, so low key, absolutely like a VH1 moment. And then I rented it on VHS like every weekend of my middle school aged life and made all of my friends watch it. Mm-hmm. And then as a tender 16 year old, I went to a shadow cast in Danvers, Massachusetts at the now defunct Hollywood Hits. And actually saw the cast that I am in and is performing at the Hanover, the Tesseract Players. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like this very precious kind of full circle moment. Um, But in me and uh, two of my best friends and another friend joined. And we didn't do stage work right away, a little too young. But um, yeah, we we just loved it so much. The experience really is something that's crafted from when you walk into the theater doors through when you're leaving for the night. And it really just stuck with me. And it was something that I wanted to be a part of. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm wondering what it's like when you're a part of of a shadow cast. You're obviously getting all this wonderful energy from people that just absolutely adore the material like what is that like for people to be just so excited to be there and interact with you and kind of like encourage you on as you're as you're going through um every scene you know people get so involved and we you know there are of course the props and um you know people get very committed when they're attending a show like this so like what is that like honestly and like if I could just say like one word it's wild but it's it's this beautiful relationship that you build with the audience. So what what we try to do in a lot of casts around here is like you'll see us milling around the lobby, maybe interacting with you guys in the aisles before we actually start the show. We really want to start that connection as soon as possible, whether we're in costume or it's our tech people, just to kind of bring you in and familiarize you because we want you to feel as safe and excited as we are about being there and then once that is kind of fostered a little bit when you're on stage that it blows you away the more people really feed into that and kind of do feel that safety and excitement you you've created a different kind of experience for them and that energy just feeds you through the show I mean I'm 37 I am too old to be up that late (laughs) but that's what gets me through yeah I mean there's nothing more exciting than attending the late night showing though (laughs) yes there is something very magical about a midnight viewing it yeah it just makes it even more special the vibe is is definitely different um Mm -hmm. than than your standard showing um so that's that's so fun I can't wait to see you here live and in person in Worcester Um, so I, I'm wondering for you, what do you think is the moment in the show where people go like absolutely nuts for like, it's, it's the biggest part of the night. Oh, that is a very easy answer for me. And that is when Frank, when Dr. Frankenfurter, if you nasty comes out for the first time and is prancing up to his throne and throws his cape off that pop that feedback from the audience as someone who's played frank before that is the moment that carries you through the show people go 
ape for it. Wow. Okay. That, that answer honestly surprises me and doesn't surprise me at all at the same time. Um, cause I, I feel like I thought maybe you would say like the, um, the time warp because people like know it so well, but like, that makes total sense when Tim Curry just makes like that reveal. And then you have like the Frankenfurter in front of you, like, oh, yeah. just, and superstar. it's one of those, th- if you, if that Frank is working it, which they usually are, and they time it perfectly with the screen, mm, mm, it's art. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm sure that there are people listening that have seen Rocky Horror before, but haven't seen it with a shadow cast. So could you explain that a little bit for our listeners? Yes. Um, so a quick, like where it came from, um, Rocky, almost 50 years old, came out in theaters. People started dressing up to attend the movie. And then very organically, people started getting up and kind of, of walking dancing along with the movie and mouthing the words and they would maybe not do it for the whole movie but for certain scenes and that's really where it started from that emerged actual groups of people that would get together and put it on in a theater so what we're doing is we are in costumes that are at the very least reminiscent like if I look at you I know what character you are Mm -hmm. or some of us very screen accurate um, costumes for the characters that we are playing. And we are actually lip syncing and doing all of the movements and all of the dances along with it. So we'll have set pieces in that'll help us do that props that'll help us do that. But that's what shadow casting is. It is physically acting it out without sound mm-hmm. in front of an audience. I think, I think part of my very early introductions to the shadow casting of Rocky Horror, because I was, I think I was familiar with the film, but I hadn't seen a shadow cast before. I think I was watching um, Perks of Being a Wallflower and they Mm -hmm. take Charlie to see it for the very first time. And he's like front row with a shadow cast. And the person that's playing Frank like plops right down in his lap. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? I need to know (laughs) what is happening. This seems awesome. Um, and I remember like from that moment on just being like, I need to see this ASAP. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's, there's a whole era of people that that is their introduction to it. And I'm so thankful for it because, you know, I feel like we kind of ride on this, this little wave of, you know, sometimes Rocky is like super, super popular and very much, you know, at the forefront of the culture. And then, it kind of dips a little bit, you know, like fashion right now. We're in a 90s revival. Mm-hmm. And so that movie coming out and having those scenes really helped bring a whole new, you know, era of people in to see it and into cat into shadow casting in general. Yeah. And I think I think Rocky Horror in in general, from what I've heard from a lot of people, is that it made them feel safe. Like it it gave them this like kind of affirmation to just like be who they want, who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, like don't dream it, be it. Um, it gave them permission, I guess, to be their authentic self. Yes. And that is something that we've all been fortunate to embrace in the casts, um, you know, coast to coast worldwide. It's actually an international sensation shadow casting, but that's, 
that is what we all take to heart every time that we get up there on that stage. This is our place to be ourselves. And you know, maybe you can't do this every day, but it's an opportunity for you to show a different side of yourself in a space that you feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. Uh, when you come to Worcester, what role will you be playing? All right. So the official casting isn't out yet, but as a director, um, I do have a sneak peek and I believe I will be playing the role of Eddie, the ex-delivery boy played by Meatloaf. May he rest in peace. All right. That's, that's a really exciting role. I'm going to tell you, Eddie, best four minutes in the movie sometimes. And it's great because it's a lot of running around, but then you rest, which is also great when you're in your 30s. Yeah. Uh, Is that like, is that your favorite role to play or do you have like, you can't pick a favorite? (laughs) So I am, uh, I am one of those weirdos who's played almost every single role. I only have one left that I haven't conquered and it's Rocky Horror himself um I would say it is a tie for me um between Eddie and Brad right now Magenta is my OG my first role it's like muscle memory I could do it in my sleep I love her Brad and Eddie are just very different from her and a lot more active and a lot more quirky which I uh like to put my whole butt into Mm. All right. I think, I think it's hard for me to pick a favorite, but I think I have to go magenta. Listen, she's got 13 lines, but she makes them work. Yes. She sure does. <laughs> she sure. Well, I will say she's a terrible domestic though. There are a lot of cobwebs and dust in that castle. Right. Yeah. She was a little busy. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Well, too busy to, to, to attend to any of that um we'll give her a pass yeah I mean it takes time to be that glamorous so I get it that's a lot of hair it really is yeah and she has a lot of scheming with riffraff to do so Mm -hmm. I get it I get it um so now that you've touched on the role that you'll be playing tell me a little bit about the Tesseract players themselves oh well I would call the Tesseract players my found family and so I've, like I said, I've, I've been rolling with them since the tender age of 16. I had a little break for a while, but I came back because I really felt like I missed my family. And it's a unique thing, not to shadow cast, but to Tesseract, because we are blessed, especially in Eastern Mass, where we have the Tesseract players who do Salem and we travel around and we have the full body cast who's in Boston every week. And we have the RKO army who does a little bit of Southern mass and Rhode Island and Connecticut. So we're kind of saturated Mm -hmm. and we started out Tesseract as a group of friends that started a Rocky horror cast instead of a group of people that wanted to start a cast and became friends And so that has always been a guiding point for us, which I think also brings a unique flavor to it because we all genuinely love being around each other. 
and acting on stage with each other, which is not abnormal, but I think just a wonderful benefit of us being friends first and then a cast. We are 28 this year. Um, So we've been doing this since the 90s and we still have people in our cast that are founding members. We have people that go back to the days of it of Rocky coming to Boston at the Exeter Street Playhouse. Um, we have a gentleman who we've celebrated his 40th Rocky anniversary. Um, so we are really benefiting from the knowledge and experience of when Rocky really started in theaters, as well as bringing in new people. And one of the things that we try to do with that, um, with bringing in new ideas, is smashing them together so we can perform Rocky Horror through the lens of the time that we're in, Mm. which I think is really unique to Tesseract. That's one of the things that we try to do. We we continually review how we are performing, the callbacks that we use, how we're framing the experience to make sure that it is appropriate for, you know, 2023. We started as a rolling cast, really, a a road cast that used to travel around instead of having a home theater. And we've landed a few home theaters here and there right now. We do six months in Salem, Massachusetts at Cinema Salem. Um, And then for June and October, we do a lot of traveling. So for Pride and for Halloween months. Um, And then we'll do shows here and there. We didn't have a show at our home theater in May. So we actually traveled down to New Jersey and did a crossover show with one of the cast in New Jersey, the Ordinary Kids. So we really are built on that. Roland, you have a stage, we're gonna go to it and we're gonna light up your day, which is another more unique thing that Tesseract does. Yeah, and that that relationship that you're talking about, I mean, I think that makes all the difference, right? Like, I think that some of the shows that come here, when when you can tell that the cast is tight and everyone really actually genuinely enjoys spending time together, it just, it makes it that much more magical. Exactly. Like I can, I instinctually, because I'm friends with these wonderful folks, I, I know how to interact with them on stage. I know you know, the the kind of interaction that's going to make their performance better and my performance better for the audience. So it really does allow us to bring a different level to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm wondering, what would you say to the people that are planning to come to Rocky Horror, but, you know, they're, they're not exactly sure what to expect and they're, they're kind of getting ready. What are your recommendations for a night out seeing Rocky Horror with the Tesseract players? Oh, okay. So first and foremost, wear something comfortable. Be comfortable. And that can be, you know, your most salacious or maybe it's your pajama pants and a top. 
be comfortable because if you're not comfortable when you walk in, you're not going to be ready for everything that's coming at you. And what's coming at you is like 20 people that are genuinely hyped to see you there dressed as weirdo characters from this movie. And we're going to encourage you to dance and we're going to encourage you to sing and we're going to encourage you to yell at the movie. And it's okay if that overwhelms you. Because if it's your first time, it's going to overwhelm you. But just let it sink in and take that experience. And by the end, you'll probably be yelling things too. Because that's really what it's all about. It's about finding yourself and finding the fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great piece of advice. I think I think that I've seen some really great guides online um, when people are looking up, you know, how to participate in mm-hmm. a live show. Um, so I think I would reckon that would be my piece of advice is maybe kind of Googling it without reading too much. If this is your first time, don't read too much. Um, leave, <laughs> leave some things to be surprised by. Um, mm. But there are some really great guides on like when to say things and when to throw things. Um, so all of those things will kind of come in handy later. Absolutely. And don't be surprised if you hear people yelling different things, but at the same time, because a magical thing with Rocky Horror is that you can make up your own callback lines. You can follow those guides, but a lot of callbacks are regional. So something that we might say as, you know, we're walking through the audience or we're stationed somewhere to help with callback lines, someone in the audience that's seen Rocky Horror somewhere else might be saying something different because of that. So it is very organic, but also very unique to where you are. That's so interesting. I guess I didn't realize that, that, that it changes regionally. That's so cool. Yeah. And there's also, um, there are uh, different areas in the movie that are performed a little bit differently depending on where you are. So that's, that's always so fun. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so exciting to see that. And we actually, there's a Rocky Horror convention every year. And that's really when it gets wild because people throw props at different times than maybe we do. And they yell different things at different times. Or maybe they do different moves in a dance. And it's so fun to see. And it just helps us be more creative when we come back home. That is so fun. Okay, everyone fire up the group chat. <laughs> and get everyone rounded up for this for this amazing show. Um, if you missed it earlier in the show, uh, this this amazing shadow cast featuring the tes- the Tesseract players of Boston is coming and performing the Rocky Horror Picture Show on our main stage on June 17th at 9 p.m. That's a Saturday. Um, so it's a great, wonderful time for a night out. And you do not want to miss this. So fire up the group chat, like I said, and um, purchase your tickets today at the hanovertheater.org theater spelled with an R-E, or give us a call at 877-571-7469, and we'd be happy to help you get your tickets. And tickets for this particular show are only $25, which I think is an amazing deal. That is a good deal. Now, do you have any parting words for our audiences today, Melissa? I I suppose that in Rocky Horrorness, I should say, when you come, don't dream it, be it, just be your most authentic self. We are ready to thrill, chill, and fulfill you, and we can't wait to meet you at the theater. 
I'm sure they're already shivering with the anticipation. <laughs> so June 17th, be there or be Janet. <laughs> Get your tickets today. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Melissa. It has been oh, a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, it's been so lovely. Thank you for having me. And everybody else will be back next week with more behind the scenes at the Hanover Theater. Bye.